Hey guys, welcome to Electronic Dance Money, your number one business resource for making money as electronic musicians and producers. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to a brand new episode of Electronic Dance Money. I'm your host, Christian Casido, back with a brand new episode. Uh, last couple of episodes have been awesome. We had Chris and Brian on the show. Uh, you guys got to know them a little bit more, what they're doing, what they're all about. Super happy about that because they are, man, they, those are some awesome, awesome guys. I hope you guys are all doing well. I know I'm doing well. I just got back from a trip in Florida, uh, visiting some family, hanging out, relaxing by the beach, which was super nice. Strongly suggest it. If you can go hang out by a beach, do it, because man, was that fun. Uh, Went and played in the waves for far too long, got far too sunburned, but I'm back. I've got my whiskey ready for this brand new episode, getting back to work. And I hope you guys are all doing well. So let's jump into today's episode topic, which is going to be about podcasts and specifically about how they can affect producers and how you can really utilize them to benefit yourself for your career in whatever you're doing. I mean, if, you, if you're a mixing and mastering engineer and you're really business savvy, and you can, you know, you've made a successful career out of that. Something like the Six Figure Home Studio podcast, or now they're rebranding it as a Six Figure Creative podcast, would be a great podcast for you to go on and uh, talk about what you do, how you did it. Obviously, talk about a topic that you're, you know, relatively knowledgeable in, uh, or at least that you should be knowledgeable in, so you can provide some insights and, uh, benefits to their audience while also promoting you yourself your services to get some work out of that same thing if you're an artist why not utilize podcasts to grow that audience to get more fans to get people to check you out and there's a couple really important things to talk about here in in regards to those benefits of podcasts so we're going to be going over a, a few things. First, we're going to be starting off talking about just the general benefits of being on a podcast, what you can do with that, uh, how you can actually get yourself onto a podcast. And then finally, I'll follow up with some resources for you guys to use to try to get onto some podcasts. So first off, let's talk about why you should be on a podcast, because that's what we're talking about specifically t- today. How do you why should you be on a podcast as a guest? Not necessarily host your own podcast like Electronic Dance Money, but be on a guest of a podcast similar to mine or a different one. Well, the number one thing, regardless of what you're doing in this industry, you reach an audience and that audience might not know who you are at all, or they may very well know who you are. It's just now they get a deeper insight into who you are as a person and why you do what you do and how you do what you do. So you're getting bigger reach. And if you think about it, you're generating new and free content for your existing fans and your existing audience as well. 
not only that, but it allows you to tap into a new network of people and start nurturing a your maybe either your current network or adding someone into your current network. So let's say there's a pod. Let's say let's take me for instance. You come to me and you're able to get on my show and talk about something that you're kind of a professional at in this industry. We hang out, talk about a topic. And after that, you've now added me into your network. You know, we've you've somewhat started the nurturing relationship that you need to make in order to network. And we've talked about networking and about nurturing relationships and why that's important. Well, now that you've added me into your network, you now have a, a web that branches out from me into my network. So if you continue to nurture that relationship and you continue to work with those people, for instance, me, then you're establishing yourself as having value to me and therefore I'm more willing to give value back to you. So you can see if you start getting on these podcasts, establishing relationships, nurturing those relationships, your network significantly grows. And I've talked about this on the show before. I've talked about how the best thing that I've done personally for my career was start this podcast because that's allowed me to network out into a ton of different people that I'm now able to work with. And I'm introduced to people that I normally would not be able to be introduced to, especially without the audience that I have now. So, I mean, take this, you know, you guys as the audience, take you guys away and this podcast away and all of a sudden there's a lot there's more roadblocks in the way for me to be able to do the things that I want to do and be connected with the people that I want to be connected with now in addition like I said with generating new content with your current existing fans or potential potentially new fans in the future you're staying top of mind you know you're being active in the community you're talking to people and being active with hopefully your current fans or potential fans. So those are really the main benefits as to why you should be actively searching out podcasts to come on as a guest with. And I'm sure there's a million other benefits we could sit here and think of, but hands down, getting the opportunity to network with people reach new fans and a new audience and staying top of mind and generating new content like those are those are the key things that you really need to help establish yourself so if you can if you can hook onto those and you can find an outlet that allows you to do that then you should be jumping into it and podcasting gives you all of those you know it's it's that perfectly packaged piece of content that you don't necessarily get anywhere else you could feature in someone's video on YouTube, but again, you have to be big enough in order to do that. Whereas a lot of podcast hosts are searching for relevant guests, uh, if it's a good podcast. Uh, you know, there there are, and we'll get into that in a minute. There's a lot of podcasts out there that are just podcasting to podcast with no purpose in sight. That's not necessarily the show that you want to focus your attention on because you're probably not going to get many benefits out of that. You're not reaching, like we've all talked about, the tar your target audience, the audience you need to be in front of in order to 
establish yourself with those fans, get new fans and reach again, the correct audience. Cause that's what we need. We need to reach the right audience. So let's start shifting our focus. We know why we want to get on a podcast. Now we know the benefits of being on a podcast. So let's talk about the nitty gritty, the hard part, the thing that most of you are probably going to struggle with the most. And that's actually getting on the podcast. I can sit here all day and tell you, you should be on podcasts. It'll help out your career, but that's worthless if I don't give you the answers to how to get on a podcast. So I've sat down for a while and I've really thought about what are the key things that I look for in guests uh, and that I think you guys should look for in a host and how to reach those people. And again, we want to nurture relationships, relationships. We want to build our network. We want to build more relationships. That's how we're able to do the things that we want to do with strong relationships in the industry and making those connections and nurturing those connections. First and foremost, we were literally just talking about it, but you need to make sure that the show you're going on has the right target audience. Now, that doesn't mean it has to be already established hardcore EDM fans or only people that listen to EDM or any sort of electronic music doesn't mean that the audience needs to be those people. When you're looking at your target audience for a podcast, what you really need to look at more so are the demographics. What are the demographics of your target audience? Let's take future base, for instance, or even future house. Let's break down the demographics of that audience. They probably live in Europe. They probably live in the U.S., maybe in South America. Like that, I would argue, or I, I would say probably North and South America and in Europe. I would argue that that's, do the statistics on that if you want, and I guarantee you're going to be upwards of like 70% of people who listen to Future Base or Future House are from those regions. More so North America and Europe than South America. But I guarantee that's what the demographics look like. Now, what's the age? Probably anywhere from 16 to 26, maybe 30. And is it predominantly, predominantly male or female? I would actually push more on the side of female, but I don't think it's far off from being both male and female. So we have our general demographics. You know, let's jump into this. Do they go to school? Like, are they in college? Probably. Are they going to university? Probably. Probably. Are they married? Don't think so. Probably don't have kids. And their medium inco median income is probably, I would argue, anywhere from $32,000 to $45,000 per year. That right there is our, our, our demographics for Future Base and Future House. Now, we just need to match those demographics with a podcast that we're going to go try to get a, be a guest on. Now, let's take my podcast demographics, for instance, here. Let's say you're trying to find a show to go on to be a guest to promote yourself and whatever you're currently working on. My demographics meet, actually meet exactly what I was just saying. I am predominantly, in, like my audience is predominantly in North America. 
over half of you listening to this right now live in North America. About the other quarter, another quarter of that audience is in Europe. And then my other highest percentage of demographics are in South America, only at around 9%. So, and the age ranges from about 18 to 25, late 20s, 27, 28. Those are really my general demographic, waiting heavily on male. If there's any female listeners out there, please come join our Facebook group because I would love to hear from you because I don't think I've received a single response from uh, a female producer out there that listens to this show. So I know I'm predominantly male, reaching a male audience. That's not bad. That's not a bad thing at all if you're wanting to come on the show and promote something. As long as your target demographics for whatever audience you're trying to reach, if you're a future-based producer, as long as my demographics meet yours, you're good to go. How do you figure out these demographics though? Usually the topic is going to be what gives it away. You know, we're talking about being a music producer and music business on this podcast. There's just not a lot of females that are in our industry as EDM producers listening to music business podcasts. That's just that's just the fact. Many other females are interested in other things. That's okay. So with a show like mine, and there are a couple of other shows pretty similar to mine, I guarantee their demographics look the same as mine. Again, with our industry as EDM producers, there's it's there are more males that are interested in this topic and this sort of stuff here. So if you look at like a comedy podcast, for instance, you're probably going to find a fairly like a relatively similar demographic to actually the people who listen to electronic music, probably heavily male, probably anywhere from the ages of 16 to 30, 35, uh, arguably like those demographics look pretty similar. But again, comedy is not necessarily the best one to go to, especially when you're talking about music. If you're working in music genre, there's going to be a lot of different people in there that are interested in a lot of different music. So you want to keep it more centric on what the general show is about. If it's like if they're just doing general interview stuff, or if you can find a music podcast where they're mu- interviewing musicians, look at who the host is because their demographics probably going to look similar to who the host is. That's like one of the big key indicators. Uh, and and try to find, you know, you can look at some reviews, find any Instagram or Facebook followings and look through their followers and you'll get an idea of who it is that their audience reaches. So you figured out the show that you want to get on. Now we need to contact the host and start talking to the host about actually getting on the show. The one thing that you need to keep in mind here is that just about every podcast host is really looking for content to give out and really looking for guests if they bring guests on the show. So it's probably safe to say that they're looking for more people like you to bring on the show, whatever show it is that you're, you know, your target audience is in and that meets all of your demands. However, that doesn't mean you just send them an email and say, hey, I found your show and I want to be a guest on it. Let me know if I can come on. That is the equivalent, and we've talked about this, that that's the equivalent of your local DJ hitting up the local promoter in your area on Facebook and messaging them saying, 
hey, uh, when do you have an, a booking slot, like an opening slot that I can get booked for coming up soon? Can I come play on this show on this date? No, you're not going to receive a response at all. Most of the, I will say most of the time, I think this kind of goes into that category of like a good show with a good host is usually vetting guests. They don't just bring anyone on that wants to come on the show. I all the time, all the time I'll get messages on these, some of these applications that I'll tell you about in a minute. Uh, but even sometimes people just finding my email somewhere and contacting me saying, I found your show. I want to come on it. Here are my credits. And they just give a laundry list of credits about them. It's all about them, 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 them. Remember in the last episode when we were talking with Brian Hood and we talked a bunch about websites and, you know, I actually, I can't remember if we talked about certain sections on the website. I don't think we did. But one of the things that Brian and I always talk about and that he always teaches and that I fullheartedly believe in is there's this section of your website that you have to talk about who you are. And most people, this is the about me section and, or your biography. Most people love that section and you can tell how much they love it because of how much they talk about themselves when that shouldn't be the case. When you're selling a product or trying to market to someone and get someone to do, make an action on your website or whatever it is, and you have to put an about me section, it's not about you. It's about who is reading that. Your target audience and who they are. Make it about them. If you can turn the about me section into how you make them better, then that comes off better and people want to hire you more or they want to fill out your quote form more or take whatever action it is on your website that you want them to take. This is the same when you're reaching out to a podcast show or a host, whoever it is. Don't make it about who you are and your credits. No one gives a shit about your credits at all. What a host really cares about, and this is something that I hold dear in my heart, and I know other really great shows think the same way. How are you going to benefit my audience? What are you bringing to the show that I can't get anywhere else? That is the question that you need to answer full heartedly. If you can't answer that question of what you bring to the table and why you're valuable and not through your credits, but specifically, this is the topic that I'm a professional in. And I think I would bring a, a lot of value to your show because your audience would benefit in A, B, and C because of this. And I know what I'm talking about. That right there is what you should be answering and how you should be wording that. So many times I just get people who send me credits and say they want to come on the show. That's an immediate delete from my inbox. And I've even gotten people who have sent the same pretty much the same message from another account trying to get on the show like weeks later or just sending a duplicate message of the same. And I was like, who you're just I know you're mass spamming this. You're not you're not trying to reach anyone specific. You're not trying to help anyone out. You are just trying to promote yourself and say, hey, look at me. I should come on your show because I want people to see who I am and know who I am. And that's a terrible way to approach this situation. If, if you're a problem solver and you're business minded, you're trying to help out other people in the long run. 
a lot of you as producers who are putting out music, you want people to enjoy your music. Sure, there is, you, you know, when you make great music that people love, there's kind of this side benefit that comes out of it, which is fame and inevitably money. But most of the time, that is not the complete, the, the one thing that's driving you the whole time. You want people to enjoy an art that you love and share your experiences through that art. And ultimately, with business, it's the same. For, for me, for instance, I do mixing and mastering not just because I love mixing and mastering, but I enjoy helping out other producers. When I'm able to send them a track and it's everything they were hoping for and more, and I can actually help them and either get them a record label contract, that is what I adore the most. That's what I love. That makes me fulfilled. It makes me happy knowing that someone else is better off because of something that I did. This is how I believe we can all be better people and make the world a better place. And so if you can approach a podcast host or any show in the same light and paint yourself in that same light in a genuine manner, then you're way more likely to actually get booked rather than a show like me just blacklisting you and ignoring you and going, you're not bringing me and my guests any benefit. Like th this doesn't help me in any any sort of way, especially when they this is the other thing we'll get into right now. When they claim to have listened to the show when I know they haven't, you can very clearly tell that they have not listened to the show because they have haven't said that how they're going to bring sh value to the show. I've had artists hit me up. Hey, I want to come on the show. Uh, these are my credits. And it's like, OK, yeah, you're an artist. But what have you done in the music industry and music business that my my listeners are actually going to benefit off of where you're going to teach them a vital skill in the music business industry that's going to to affect the way that they continue on with their career in a successful manner. Most of the time, they're just wanting to come on and promote themselves, and they don't even mention anything in any sort of episode, or they just they haven't listened to the show, so they don't know that this isn't a show about artists talking about each other or me interviewing artists. That's not what this show is, is as I'm sure many of you have come to realize and find out, and I hope you have. So... Before you reach out, you know, obviously figure out what value you bring to the show that can benefit their listeners in a real manner, in a real light, and listen to some episodes. Here's the other thing, and you may even want to do this before you figure out the, you may need to do this before you can figure out the value that you can bring to a show, is listen to the actual show. What is the show? What's the format of the show? You listen to a few episodes, you can get the format pretty easily. When I have guests on the show, you know what the format is. For the first 15 to 20 minutes, I ask my guest, how did you get from point A to point B? You know, when you were 10 years old and you started playing piano to now you're a business owner doing this in the music industry. How did you get there? And they tell the full story. And then we dive in the into the topic because usually where they're at today is what we have to talk about in terms of the topic that I'm bringing them on for. When I do solo episodes like today, you guys generally get the format. I spend the first minute 
talking about how I'm doing, asking how you guys are doing, though I don't get a response back, and we jump right into the episode, right into the topic that we're going to discuss. So listen to the show, understand the format, what they talk about, and how the show is run, what like the general topic and vibe of the show, because if you can listen to a few episodes and even look through other episodes, older ones, then you'll be able to actually find out how you can provide value through that. What, what, what do you know that someone hasn't been on the show or the host hasn't talked about that you can talk about that can benefit other people? Now, when you're finally getting ready to write this email or send a message to this host, then you'll first, again, like we said, this isn't about you. This is about them and their show. Talk about the episodes you listen to and mention something in that episode. Something very specific and unique to you that you may have learned or where you might be able to provide some additional advice that they didn't mention in that that the host might benefit off of. That's how you want to start it out. Hey, I was listening to this episode and this episode and I really liked what you were talking about, about this, this and that. Be specific and genuine in what you learned and what you enjoyed about the show because that tells the host, oh, they listen to the show. They actually like this content. This is my target audience. I like my target audience. This is something that I did with um this is something that I did with uh Wyatt Christensen from Donation. When I first reached out to him, I was listening to some episodes of his and this is how I reached out to him. Exactly this. And I got a response from him fairly quickly. Actually, I think it took a couple of weeks. Uh, and then I had to get with his assistant and then they wanted me to reach out in a few months. But then when I reached out in a few months, it was within a like a day, maybe less than a day that I was on the phone with Wyatt. We were talking. He was super hyped up to come on the show and he came on just days later. So this type of format actually works. And I know many of other people that have gotten on a show or at least received a response from the host with this format. Talk about the episodes, what you enjoy, and then you can present yourself some credits because credits are important for social proof, but don't make it all about that. You want to mention that you, you, you are who you are and that you're legit. At least get that point across. And then you can, per, and then you can introduce what's called the value proposition where you're going to tell them the value that you provide and why that value is important. And then send it off and next you'll want to actually follow up. So if they don't answer you within like a week, maybe two weeks, then follow it up. See what they're up to, what they're doing, if they got your message and if you can get another, get an actual response out of them. Now, if you're using a CRM like we've talked about in the past, then you'll be able to actually track if they open up the email. So that can get, give you some insight. And then again, follow up in about probably I'd say two to three weeks after that if you don't get a response and then leave it at that and maybe follow up again in another six months to see if they're available. But once you followed that format and you've sent that message, that's usually a really good way of getting your foot in the door and more than not, more times than not, actually getting a response from those people rather than getting blacklisted. So let's finish up today's episode by talking about some good resources on how you can actually find some podcasts. One that you can do is if there's a specific topic 
for a show that you want to be on a specific theme. You know, this one's about music business in the electronic music industry. So it's a very specific theme. But if you want to find other shows around a general theme, Google it. Simple as that. Just search it. Find it. See if you can find some other shows. Look it up on Apple Podcast or Spotify, wherever, wherever the hell you're listening to this show. You can look it up there as well. The other resource that I will mention is matchmaker.fm. Great service, completely free, but you can make yourself, you can set up a profile for both either a guest or a show or both, and then you can search through their platform as such. So if you're looking for a guest, you can search for a guest in a specific category and it'll show you an image of them or their show, whatever it is, some descriptions in there, and you can contact people via DMs and direct messages uh, in that actual web app. I think they just came out with a phone app. It's not that good. I don't recommend it yet. It's, it's really just messaging is what it seems like it is. But then you can also search specific shows also in categories. So you can look up an EDM. You can look up EDM producer and then categorize it under music and find shows specifically for EDM producers or whatever it is that you're trying to search for in that. You can do it by comedy, music, music interviews, lifestyle, bunch of other different stuff in there. Tons of shows and tons of people looking to be guests. But you'll also get posted on there as a guest so people can search if people are looking for like how however you set up your profile and whatever however you categorize yourself people can search for your general categories and pull your profile up and message you as well now the other one is podcast guests this one i i think it's i think there's a fee for a monthly fee something like 10 to 15 dollars i unless you're getting a lot of requests or you find perfect shows to go on. I wouldn't necessarily pay for a service like this just yet. Not, not me personally. I haven't found the most amount of benefits for me. I'm in a very niche audience. It's hard to find guests that would be good for my show. Uh, so I haven't quite seen the benefit for my me personally to pay for these services. But the nice thing with podcast guests is it's, it's fairly similar to Matchmaker, but you actually get emailed in your inbox guests that are looking for for shows to be on uh so there is that benefit of like it getting sent to you directly but personally i think matchmaker.fm is better so that's it for today's show guys i appreciate you hanging out go find some podcasts to be on because it can be wildly beneficial for you growing that audience finding new people nurturing networks and meeting new people great 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 service. The other thing that I actually didn't mention that's super important that I should have is the the amount of trust that you actually get from being on a show or talking on a podcast. Because if you think about it, with a YouTube video, you don't gain people's trust right away. It depends. Like You need to get people to watch your videos consistently unless your content is that good that you, that you can gain their trust within one single uh three minute video or same with like your song or even your social media profile but if they listen to you talk in a genuine manner that helps other people out 
that is powerful and that's how you can gain trust for from people within one single hour of them listening to you and that again builds super fans so keep that stuff in mind but if you guys are interested uh you should you probably heard it in the pre-roll ad but if you're an edm producer and you're struggling with mixing and you want to see how i mix and how i've shown people how to mix uh and and you want to get that real professional quality i'm doing a workshop right now completely free just go to enviousaudio.com workshop you can sign up for that come hang out with me for an hour i'll teach you all that i know about mixing within that hour we'll jump into a live project i'll break down this mix that i did and show you the fundamentals that i teach in that webinar in an actual project so go to enviousaudio.com workshop and i'll see you guys there Take care. See you next time.